Hi, I'm Caitlin Blackwood, and you're listening to the 20 Megabyte Doctor Who podcast. Hello and welcome to the 20 Megabyte Doctor Who podcast, episode 543. I'm Adam, and I wear a fez now. Fezes are cool. And here's Robert Haynes. You're nesting duplicate, a lump of plastic with delusions of humanity. And Kirby Bartlett Sloan. I just don't want her growing up and joining one of those star cults. I don't trust that Richard Dawkins. There is a chance that uh, Mary might show up, is there not? It's more than a chance. She will show up. She's just yeah. going to late. Good. Okay. Hopefully we'll have the, the story done by then. We'll save her late, the bother late, of having late, to listen to in the late boring end interruptions. End. Mm. Oh, sorry. Did you say something, Caitlin? Hi, I'm Caitlin Blackwood, and you're listening to the 20 Megabyte <laughs> Doctor Who podcast. Yeah, I think we already established Gee, that. I wonder Thank who recorded that. Uh, right, so the Pandora <laughs> Opens begins with... Uh, Wait a second, I haven't started oh, the video. Good grief, just jumping right in there. Well, of course, yeah. let's say we're going to start. Begins with um, some very... I'm gonna, just going to say, uh, uh, very briefly, a shot of uh, Vincent going a bit loopy. And, uh, and people, can, can we can we say it God one? Can I say it sake. one more time, please, please, please? Van Gogh. No, I'm very bored of, of that particular pronunciation. Anyway, so yeah, he's, he's got a bit loopy. And he's made a painting, and this uh, that then with painting goes to Winston Churchill. <laughs> we don't see the painting for the next no. seven minutes. No. Winston Churchill and the bloke that does the voiceover for repair shop. Uh, and then uh, we see a shot Bracewell. in the... Master, 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 God, Master. Did, did you notice that even Christ. though uh, the doctor and Amy told Bracewell to leave and, uh, and to make himself scarce, he's now working for Churchill again? Marvellous. Thank you for that. Maybe this was before. Anyway, and then we see a no, shot of... No, it's not before uh, because he's, his hand is missing. Whatever. Yeah. We see a shot of the Millennium Stadium concourse. Um, <laughs> Uh, uh, which no, apparently is the storm cage facility. Where, um, uh, uh, what's her name again? River Song is being held prisoner. Doctor Song, uh, and uh, she gets out by kissing the new guard and rendering him hallucinogenic. Uh, uh, I love the bit where he, he says um, he, he's, uh, um, that, if, that she tried, you know, to get past him, and she's, he's got his gun pointed at a, at a drawing of her saying bye, which so is quite good. I quite like that. <laughs> Uh, and then, of course, we have a um, rather superfluous shot of her meeting the bloody queen. Um, and then our friend, uh, of course, a uh, friend of the show and uh, guest at FancyCon, Simon Fisher-Becker, playing Dorian Moldovar. Oh, not mentioned. His name's not mentioned in this particular no. scene, but it is his first scene as Dorian Moldovar. And uh, doing a deal with uh, River for a Vortex Manipulator, which... I think that's what she got, wasn't it? I can't remember now. Um, yes, Jack. Fresh Jack, off the wrist of a handsome ta- time agent. Which implies Captain Jack, but of course it wasn't. Uh, yes, it is Captain Jack. Right, okay. Anyway, meanwhile... In, in my head canon, it's Captain Jack. <laughs> meanwhile, in the TARDIS, uh, things are going... You know, I think this is... Amy's still got the ring thing, and uh, uh, the Doctor takes her uh, to the first... The place where the first ever... 
language was written apparently on a side of a mountain or hill or something, which of course is translated, translated hello sweetie and some coordinates. Uh, the doctor goes to the master, coordinates. Master, where... master, 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 oh, master. She knows two, two of the letters are theta sigma. Um, what did I get up to? Oh, yeah, so it's um, River it's the, doctor's, Potent- the doctor's name, sort of. The... Uh, Established when, Kirby? Where to get up to? Oh yeah, the, I'm going to skip through this. Right then, so uh, the Doctor. Oh, meets, we're going to uh, be done before Mary comes on. The Doctor meets <laughs> River, who pretended to be Cleopatra amongst some Romans, even uh, though she's supposed to be in Egypt and dead. Yeah, I know, but that was was mentioned. And uh, I think they go on search of the Pandorica uh, via horseback, uh, which apparently is at <laughs> um, Stonehenge. Uh. What do you mean? So uh, yeah, the, the horseback thing, it, you can tell that they had doubles on the actual horses. Oh, yeah. yeah. yeah and then if you've seen the confidential, uh, they, hilarious. <laughs> I haven't seen the confidential. Had, this had is not the 20 on, megabyte on, on, Doctor uh, Who confidential podcast. Uh, right they, then. The, the, actor, the main actors were on little saddles in the back of a Kirby, truck. Kirby, and they're jumping, this is bouncing a up and two down. part story <laughs> which has got to be condensed. It's, uh, right then, Lillian Robin says hi. Ter- be quiet. Lillian Robin says hi. Terry Miles says good evening, everybody. And then Lillian Robin said I should find some of that hallucinogenic. I can't even say it. Hallucinogenic um, lipstick. And um, Brandon Wall says sorry, I'm late. I got stuck behind a wall in an attic in France. <laughs> <sighs> Right. Okay. Um, I was going to say. Cool, oh, yes, yeah, of course. Isn't it, isn't it cool that they actually got to film in the real Stonehenge? Yeah. Yep. I anyway, and, and they, they, I would have loved that. Oh, and in some oh. of the sections, though, uh, they also recreated part of it for later filming, but it it fits together very, very well. Yes, it does. Right. Anyway, uh, in Stonehenge, apparently, there's an underhenge, which uh, is the, the housing place. Of course, of there the, is of the Pandorica and of course we see some a severed cyber head and which obviously is the same cyber head that the doctor carries around in a couple of series no, time. Uh, is it, uh, does it become uh handles? What's his name? What, what was the name of handles? the handles? Handles. Hey I, I said it four times. Uh no, I don't know. I don't think that's handles but it might uh, be not, not they don't really care. It at first when I saw the the confidential, I did not pay much attention. I, I noticed that they originally filmed the scene with the Cyberman walking through with a an actor inside who was missing an arm. But most of the scenes are good friend John Davy. Splendid. Anyway, so meanwhile they're skulking around <laughs> and they find the, um, the Pandorica and uh, they find that it's opening uh, very slowly, but it is in fact opening. What well, River finds this out. And um, then what was that? That's right. Is playing, ding, a, ding. playing a juice hop. It's me. Uh, they realise that everybody appears to be Sound arriving like um, in space. Uh, Terry Miles says the head looks like handles. Thank you, Terry. Yeah. I'm going to say it's handles. It probably isn't though. And the doctor goes. You, you up. handled that well. Uh, the mm. doctor goes up and uh, um, he needs a bit of help, so they decide to round up the Roman army. And um, with the help of River and her little... The Auton Army. 
Yes. It's a Roman army at the moment, Robert. You were, did you not watch it? We didn't find out they were Autons. And, yeah, that's why I watched it. So please behave yourself or I'll set Lillian since, onto you. Since, <gasps> right. since we know that they're Autons, they're Autons. Before, when we, before we saw this, we didn't know they were Autons. Therefore, they were Romans. But I knew when I watched this time as well, though. Exactly. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Master? Oh, what? Um, I'm going to do my pedantic moment of the week oh, now, wow, if I may. Mm. I, I, I follow a professor on TikTok who is a professor of Roman history. Mm. And uh, anytime you see uh, Romans pulling their swords... Like we see throughout this, throughout all of TV and, and movies, by having them on their left side and pulling them across their body, that is incorrect. They yeah. actually wore their swords on the right hand side. Okay. What happens with the left hand like Meg? Huh? Uh, I, well, they would probably wear them on the left, yes. Is that how so we're that's the pedantic oh, well, well, aura. Is that how we're supposed to know they're autons by the fact they had their, their No, because history. if you look at practically everything that ever oh, has a Jesus centurion. Christ. <laughs> uh, anyway, so, yeah, the Doctor is um, concerned about the, the uh, oh, yeah, the, the, the Pandora opening. And Amy is sort of, um, isn't she asking questions about the, the, the sort of the ring? And then suddenly um, the, the cyber thingy, sort of starts crawling and the head starts crawling around mm -hmm. uh, and then the body it, starts crawling. What? Isn't it convenient that the uh, Cyberman happens to have a sleeping potion and a dart that will work on a human? Oh, yeah. Yeah. <coughs> anyway, so... Uh, oh, yeah, so coincidences like yeah, that. Very, yeah, it's very coincidental. Well, you know, it's because he's he's stationed on Earth, so I'm sure they formulated it for I him. forgot to mention mm. that there's a scene in which a shadowy Roman said he'd go in hell, but of course it's, it's Rory. Uh, and I, I love the yes, scene sir. where uh, the Doctor sort of just carries on for a bit after having a couple of words with Rory before he realises it's Rory. You're uh, dead. Yeah. And then there's a little sort of... Well, scurvy. you're moving right along. Yes, because you blimmin' keep holding me up! Right, where was I? <clears throat> uh, oh, yeah, so then all these uh, alien monsters arrive and the Doctor stands uh, in the middle of Stonehenge. Including Stone ones which are, are in, fictional in the Doctor Who universe, and uh, also ones, some who aren't enemies, and uh, I am surprised, though, that they got um, the guy from The Young Ones back. The guy the from part. The Young Ones... You, yes. mean you know, the guy Lord... played um, the um, yeah. Mind Warp. You mean Christopher the Ryan? The Santarin. Christopher yeah, Ryan. Christopher, Christopher, Christopher Ryan. Yeah. yeah, that's it. That's it. Friend of the show. <sighs> well, I didn't get to interview him, but uh, yeah, so, yeah, he is indeed a friend of the show. <laughs> Let's be bitter. Because I'm not bitter. I, I, I took a boat trip with him and, I, and gave him a lift to his hotel <laughs> in my car, so I'm not that uh, particular. Um, so you were able to interact with him? You just of course I interacted with him. He was essentially under my employer for the weekend. Anyway, the Doctor does some a monologue speech to scare off or just some stop what the... what speech? To stop the aliens from, you know, attacking and what have you. Master? And River goes back to the TARDIS and then has a little bit of trouble driving it because it's not very Master? Happy. Master? If you ever want to get us to shut up, mm. there's one thing you can always say. Shut I up. am talking. Anyway, uh, yeah. So um, 
It's starting to go a bit green, the, the uh, Pandora, because it's uh, getting closer to opening. And Rory has a bit of a um, sort of conversation with the Doctor, because obviously Amy um, can't remember him. But well, River just re- about re- manages to... The, remember the one thing about this was that it, as it was actually broadcast on the day which is showing on River's little tricorder. Splendid. Um, so River just about manages to get the TARDIS to land at um, uh, Amy, sorry, Amelia's house and goes poking around the bedroom and finds all sorts of Doctor Who merchandise, um, <laughs> including like the Romans that look just like the Romans that we just met and, of course, a Pandora. Uh, 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 Fred last night when we were watching went, Photoshop! <laughs> yeah. Uh, and uh, then... Rory, meanwhile, is looking after Amy, and he's getting a bit emotional because uh, he feels that something's approaching. And uh, the Pandorica starts opening, and all the aliens arrive, and manhandle him. I think he could have got out of that manhandled. He seemed to be holding their arms rather the other way around. And he gets sort of manipulated into the um, Pandorica uh, under the command of one of those Teletubby Daleks. And... Um, who all seem to have turned up for this uh, this scene? Of course, they they're all there. All they're all got together oh. because they think that get, getting rid of or getting the the doctor in the Pandorica will save the universe. Because apparently the TARDIS exploding is what causes the end of the universe. So they're protecting their own for well, everybody um, by getting rid of the doctor. And then um, Rory shoots Amy dead. Uh, even though he did tell her to run because he can't control it. And I all, was the, happening. all the stars in I the sky and the earth just disappear. <laughs> Through episode one of the um, finale. Well, Moving fast. on to episode two. Let's fast. see what people are saying well, if they're still awake the on the live feed. What? You, well, you wouldn't even wait for Mary here. Mary here? <laughs> no, she's not. She's, shut up. Uh, right then, um, Terry Mar. Uh, thank you, Terry. Terry Mar say? says, "Oh, don't be like that." I agree with him. Uh, and then surely it's not Rory, but Raw Viticus. <laughs> so anyway, then we have a recap from the next episode of all the stuff's been going on. And oh, God, hang on, oh yeah, the TARDIS is about to glow up. And uh, does I think um, I forgot we mentioned that uh, River says something like, "Sorry, my love." Meanwhile, in um, Amelia Pond's garden, we see the first scene from Eleventh Hour, the first episode of the series, of Amelia um, praying to um, Santa. But when she looks out the window, there ain't no TARDIS. And then she goes to see, I think it's her school teachers or some therapist or whatever. She's drawn a picture with stars in it. What? Her aunt, isn't it? I don't care. Somebody. Uh, Of course, there's no such things as stars. But the moon's in the sky, so that's a good thing. Um, and um, yeah, she's uh, reading. Oh yeah, she gets a note through through the letterbox. Uh, but there I is think. a star. She gets a note through no, the letterbox. It's le- an exploding TARDIS. Whatever. Well, the star, isn't it? What? She I guess we had a painting. She was doing paintings with stars in, and apparently stars don't exist. Shut up, right then. Anyway, she gets a thing through the letterbox uh, where um thing. Oh yeah, the, I think from the doctor or something like that, where she she yeah, has to be, go to the museum and 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 stuff. And meanwhile, in the museum, uh, her mum takes her. Really to, was it her mum takes? I think she did. My mum takes her to the museum. Mm-hmm. It was a bit different in this episode than she did at the wedding. Um, and um, that's not her mum. That's, that's her aunt. 
right, it's her aunt, whatever. Well, I'd be able to concentrate if you didn't keep um, uh, interrupting me. Uh, Lily Robbins says, don't forget we... What? Nothing. Right. Lily Robbins says, don't forget we first saw the Doctor carry a mop and wear a fez in the Seventh Doctor era. Do you know which story? She's got Kirby-itis. Right (laughs) And what what story was that, Kirby? Uh, 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 says, shut up Silver Nemesis Silver Nemesis Do I have to say things umpteen times before anybody listens to me Silver Nemesis Sorry Deborah just apologise and she must be buried in the other room he's probably getting hacked off of my voice being raised at the moment Uh, Yeah, so uh, Amy's dead and then the Doctor appears wearing a fez and gives him uh, Sonic and a few complicated things occur timey-wimey things and um yeah, uh, I'm just going to skip past this bit because it's a bit complicated. The doctor's the going backwards yet? and forwards. What? Yes. Because I just wanted to mention. Go on isn't then. Isn't it rather convenient that where the camera is looking and where um, little Amelia is waiting, that's where the Pandora just happens to open up. You can't see that there's a front or a back or where it's going to open up, can you? No, anyway, back to the episode. But isn't it convenient? Uh, Robert, yes, it's very convenient. It's, for Tommy Robert, White, um, it's be, a science fiction fantasy. Yeah, that, that, that's a good one, Kirby. I agree. Anyway, in the in this museum, there's a stony Dalek, and uh, the Doctor gets sort of... He's all over the place, uh, Tommy Wyminess. He's obviously trying to fill in um, gaps with the... Um, Pair of docks, no paradox. Uh, Rory has been. St- We've got to mention there this. Rory paradox. has been guarding the the, the Pandora yeah. for many years because, uh, obviously, within the, to save her life within the Pandora is actually. Amy. I call total rubbish on that. It's... Yeah. Okay. Whatever. Uh, and uh, he's now wearing a security uniform. In the sky, there's a shiny thing, which is the TARDIS in mid-explosion zone uh, mode. Sorry. And um, River is able to come down to Earth. And help them in their little weird sort of mission, where she gets the opportunity to. Sounds like you don't like this very much. She gets yeah. the opportunity to threaten a Dalek, uh, and, and 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 kill it, um, and um, oh god, it's sticking. Oh yeah, and then of course we the Doctor dies. Um, uh, and the, well, but, don't forget they also. But he doesn't die because the Doctor doesn't just die; he lies. That's a poem. Yeah. And um, I'm just moving forward a bit. Uh, oh God, uh-huh. it's, not, it's not moving forward. Too fast. Oh, yeah. So, so the doctor, therefore, uh, uh, d- decides he's got to go around and fix, uh, just have a few conversations and just sort of put in a few tidbits just to sort of keep the the complicated scenario going. One of those things, of course, is going back to speak to, uh, to Amy while she's in the, you know, that, that Angels episode. Uh, mm. Uh, like we spoke I like the way everything on. fitted in, though. The yes, little task that he did because it was actually done well by Moffat for once. Well yeah. thought out. Yeah, yeah. Uh, That's because it's early in his. Yeah, first yeah, year. Okay. Yeah, that's true. Anyway, so he goes uh, and finds sleeping Amelia, who obviously the girl awaited, and takes her to bed and. Um, uh, very oh. inappropriately sits next to her in a bedroom where where her parents, for God's sake. Uh, of course, they were in the crack, weren't they? And um, then uh, Amy's crack. Uh, Amy's crack. And then it's Amy's it's crack. Amy and Rory's yeah. wedding day. Of course, the doctor has master, gone. Master, there. master, master. No, master, the doctor, master. doctor, doctor, not the master, master, master. That one, one of my only gripes about this is very minor. Is that if the doctor's been erased from everything, 
she still has all of the uh, Raggedy Man stuff on her dresser. Yes, yeah, that's one. Yeah, but that's probably all gone by now. At this stage, it's gone. But anyway, uh, no, no, it's River right there. She wakes up and her and her mother's there. Okay, River comes along. Uh, obviously, um, yeah, uh, that's River's grandmother, by the way, and uh, drops off the empty diary. And this suddenly sort of triggers something in Amy. She, she starts remembering something, uh, and then the TARDIS. So she, oh, we remember the Doctor, the Doctor, and all this stuff, and that brings the Doctor back. To lie I love that dialogue. something borrowed something blue. Yeah, thing. That was a very, yeah. Yeah. very good. Time. Yes, that was very clever. Uh, and then River comes up and he says, um, "Are you married, River?" She said, "Yes." Uh, <laughs> And they um, go into the TARDIS and all their wedding regalia, <laughs> and they leave. And I managed to get through the episode. Right. Just right. Before I say what I think of it, now is there anything that you may have had in your notes or in your mind? I'm not very briefly that I might have skipped over that you wanted to speak about, and then I'll say what I think of it. You went yeah, what did you fast. think of the doctors? <laughs> one at a time. No, none. Not none at a time. <laughs> one at a time. Jeez. Go ahead. Oh my God! Right, you got five <laughs> seconds. Five, four. Three. I like the. Did you like the doctor's dancing? No. That yes. Was, I thought that was <laughs> the drunken giraffe. Yeah. Is what that's called. Yeah. Right, okay. I thought that was good. And and I've been to conventions where they've had dances and people dress really dance like the drunken giraffe. Well, you uh, have to. If you say so. Yeah, of course. Okay, thank you. Um, right, Lydia Robin says silver nemesis. That's what we um, said. Okay, so what did I think of it? I, I did quite I enjoy. Um, the, obviously, I haven't seen this Ding. quite Ding. a while, because um, thank you, Terry Mars, for saying twenty-two minutes for two episodes. Well done. That's a record. Thank you very much. I'll take credit <laughs> for that. But it could have been oh, eighteen minutes if I wasn't being well. interrupted That's left, weird. right, and centre. Um, oh yeah. So right. It there was aspects. Obviously, it was quite pretty. It had some of my favourite characters in it. Uh, little bits of comedy. Like? The complicated things were the, the huh, obviously was this timey-wimey stuff going where they're all going around, all of them, River, the Doctor, sort of messing around, trying to fix little holes in the paradox and stuff like that. Um, I, the hole in the two Doctors. I, what? Anyway. Um, they're trying to fix the paradox. Yeah, whatever. Um, <laughs> oh, I've, which two Doctors? I've, lost, I've completely lost yeah, where I was which... now. Uh, I give up. Well, I can't even think what I was saying. Now carry on, um, Robert. What did you think? I've completely lost the plot. I, 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 I've, it's I've, okay. I've gone it's off there. Like, I don't I, know where I'm talking about. I, I, it was okay. Right, carry on. The things I did love about it were the uh, actually Moffat had thought through the bits that uh, the Doctor had to later return to, like Amy putting up the thing. But anyway, uh, I, I, would, I would say that that was probably about right because. Um, um, talking about uh, the, um, you know, talking through thing. I, I found that uh, some of it was a little bit um, bamboozling myself. See, that's what it's like when you're trying to say something and people interrupt you and you're trying to talk. Bamboozling? Who got bamboozled? You did. Me! I got bamboozled. Oh, I, got, I found it a bit bamboozling. All that sort of timey-wimey stuff. I found it enjoyable to watch. We sat on a roller coaster going backwards. But it was it was quite but, enjoyable to to watch the episode but i just found the... yeah but I, I sort of wonder if the general public at home was following bamboozled along thought, oh, they know, were bamboozled they could have been bamboozled yeah. this is what turned people well, off the buffer era yeah yeah i think this i think it starts to fall apart next series well um, um 
Go ahead. No, you can go. Yeah. Well, no, I, I wanted to point out while well, I was thinking of it, as far as the com- confusion business, Fred turned to me last night during the first episode going, I'm confused. This this isn't making yeah. sense. And then yeah. in the middle of the second episode, she went, aha, this makes perfect sense. Uh-huh. So, I still found it was a bit of a reset, like uh, they did at the end of the, you know, the one of the oh, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. RTD eras. That's what I thought, yeah. Complete reset. I don't, they can't seem to work out a, a way out of these things, can't they, without just like, oh, we just reset. Let's destroy all. everything. Let's undo destroying everything. That's yeah. basically what it is. It's a bit like um, if uh, Bar- Boris Johnson wrote Doctor Who, isn't it? Uh, I'm, gonna, <laughs> I'm going to go that way. No, I'm going to go that way. Oh, God. That would be awful. <laughs> have you done? Have they got rid of, they've got rid of Liv's trust yet, have they? <laughs> Don't she have to get rid of herself? Anyway, and uh, carry on. Uh, uh, and if, it's, if you're done, what's your name again? Robert, isn't it? Um, we're yeah. going to move on to Mr. Bartlett Sloan, and um, I'm going to hold tight and see how this goes. <laughs> well, this story makes absolutely no sense. Hey. It, is, it is extremely confusing at times. It has so many plot holes. And my opinion of it is that it is one of the greatest stories of the Matt Smith era. I love it. Absolutely <laughs> love it. I completely, in words, isn't it? The, the, the pedantic part of me doesn't care because it is so darn entertaining. So much fun. Well, it is entertaining. I agree. It is very entertaining. I just, just, it is marvelous to watch. I have absolutely no problem ever sitting down and enjoying this one. Yes. Uh, and it is, it is entertaining. I, I, I do agree. So, so no. I don't I if Ben no, were here, no, he no, no River Songs in it. I hate it. It's, it's pedant. I have pedantic issues with it, and mm. I don't care. Well, that's all right. I yeah, because you as you're saying, it, a lot of it doesn't make any sense. And if you're trying to think out a rational way out of the story for you know the general public, it's just like what yeah, what think, did they do? You know? I personally so. think the general public would be completely bamboozled because they won't necessarily Definitely. have watched all the previous episodes of the series which no. obviously there's a big tie-in with, with all the previous but does episodes. that really help <laughs> no that's what i'm saying and, that's why this is why the this public is pretty get turned much off the, the, this is pretty much the pinnacle of the matt smith era and th- and i am going oh, to eviscerate the black spot coming up yeah I'm, I'm gonna eviscerate most of the next season series starting with the christmas one hmm um, I, I do. I, I absolutely hate the the flying shark episode. <laughs> most, most other people think that that's the greatest Christmas story of all of them. When I saw that was next, I was extremely disappointed. But I do know I have to watch it. I know. Okay. <laughs> oh God, it's time for Kirby's um, special feedback slot. Oh, it is. Okay, hey, let you me get there. You haven't got the music, have you? Uh, okay. Yeah, where's um, the music? You want some music, do you? Okay. <laughs> oh, sorry, that's the, that's the door creaking. Um, uh, well, all I've got okay, is this. Well, sound like a wet bird. Kirby's trying his hardest to bore us. Time to make a cup of tea. You know he's going to ignore us. Maybe you will go for a wee. Uh, how close I was to playing that earlier on, I might as well play it now. Right then, get on with it, Kirby. Uh, well, the first comment is someone with my name pointing out that Roman centurions didn't carry their swords on the left. 
Uh, Robert Wins Jr. says, so we are at the season enders and we see Amy's crack all over the place. (laughs) Pretty much the the resetting time with the doctor in a box, a great new toy. (laughs) We find out about the doctor's coat situation in this one. We have Romans and Rory is back as a Roman Auton. I love the part where Rory was alive and the doctor couldn't believe it, so the doctor pushes him with his finger. That is fun. Yeah. Also, get the failed League of Doom and the big Amy and Rory wedding. Good two part story rating for both four out of five. Um, Nice and favorable. I believe that that's Ian's feedback. Has he got two? So I will will ignore it. He's got another one, though, Kirby, which you flipped. Yeah, this one I will read. Uh, Yeah. Says, I saw the film Amsterdam last week. It's set between the wars. Three friends are caught up in European plots to rule the world. It's hard to understand what is going on until the end. The three spend some time in Amsterdam, although this could be anywhere. It could be Brussels or Birmingham. What does that, that have to do with anything? Yeah. Okay. It's probably like the plot in this one. Okay. <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> Neil James. The Pandora opens the Big Bang. The first episode is fantastic, energetic, exciting, and brilliantly executed. I love the doc's speech on top of Stonehenge, and everything is suitably epic for this finale. The second episode begins with Amy telling her younger self that things are about to get complicated. No S, Pond! (laughs) (laughs) What I didn't realize at the time of first broadcast was that this really is the point where I struggled to understand what the hell was going on. Yeah. Not, not only in the big bang, but in pretty much all of future Stephen Moffat era. Yeah. And like I said, this is the beginning of the end for me. Yeah. R- Rory and Amy's reconnection is very lovely. And even though the whole premise of putting the doctor in a prison box is pretty dumb when they could have just shot him. <laughs> I do have love for exactly. this story. <laughs> Yeah. But I have to say that most of that love goes to the Pandorica Opens, and I really don't have the faintest idea what is going on <laughs> in the Big Bang. Great yeah. first season for Matt Smith, though, and now it's time for Christmas! Four stars out of five. Yeah, it is, too. Is that really it? Really early for you guys. Is that it? Yes, that's all that's that here. Oh, I'm, well I'm not done, sure if, Kirby. if this it's... Ian Kirk thing is going to be... Uh-oh, someone just dinged me. Do you have to you? commentate on, on such things, uh, things that are happening behind the scenes? Can you turn them off, please, Robert? Turn what off? Yeah. What? Turn <laughs> Kirby off. No, tell him off. Turn him oh, off? Well, that'd be nice, wouldn't it? Turn Kirby off. If there was a possibility of turning them off, I would Where's have done that button? years ago. Where's his button? <laughs> <laughs> All right, OK, that's what I can do next. Oh, yeah, I've got this. How do I open this up in Messenger? Where is Messenger? Hello, 20 Megabyte Podcast. This is Ian Kirk. Hello, Ian. Hello, Captain. A message from the dawn of time. Oh, my. They killed Amy. <laughs> Stonehenge might be an ancient monument. Or it might be that they ran out of money, and that is just the scaffolding. A vast end of series epic to rival Russell T. Davies. Why does the Pandorica open from the inside when it is empty? Because it's a science fiction fantasy TV program. 
<laughs> Amy trying to convince Rory he is Rory is like when she was is like when she was persuading Bracewell that he was Bracewell. Yes. Any kid who has a set of plastic Roman soldiers now finds it is canon. <laughs> Moffat underlines that he can declare that any character never existed. Come on, Stephen, it's obvious. Adric. Yeah. Amy's <laughs> life makes no sense. Moffat is going to revisit. Moffat is going to revisit this idea with an impossible girl. The ambitious plotting ties in most of the characters from Moffat's first series. He does too heavily point out that he can change anything. Yeah, rewrite history. It continues the New Who theme of the companion being the most important person in the universe. Mm, that's true. I saw the film Amsterdam last week. It is set between oh. the three wars. Ah, it is it's... set between the wars. Three friends are caught up in European plots to rule the world. It is hard to understand what is going on until the end. The three spent some time in Amsterdam. Well, this could have been anywhere. It could have been Brussels or Birmingham. Bye for now. I had Brussels today with my dinner. Oh, thank you. I'm glad I'm not there by your side. Thank you, Ian. That's Ian Kirk, everybody. Okay, Brandon Moore has sent something in. It's quite long because it's both. It's a review of both episodes, and Mr. Bartlett Sloan is cherishing the moment to that he can actually <laughs> read this out. Uh, Don't you, uh, me? Wait a second. Deep breath. Pri- I wasn't expecting this. I'm trying to get it. So oh, I, I am sorry. Not. Put your glasses. Okay, who, who, who is this from? That would be Mr. M. I. E. Brandon Moore. Is that what you just sent me? What? Mr. M. I. E. Brandon Moore. Did I not just say that a few moments ago, Robert? I'm pretty I sure don't I did. know. Is that the, just uh... that? Oh God. Wait, did you send me something else too? No. No, I've just sent you Brandon. So, so is this the <laughs> one that starts with "Silence Will Fall"? I believe so. There's, he's okay. reviewed both but episodes you, separately. I don't know. First of all, it wouldn't open up into <laughs> Messenger. And then you're oh, you're rambling dude. on and trying to open this thing up. And, I don't, and you're mentioning Brandon. Rambling you don't, on? That's a pot boiling the kettle black. You Brandon. You normally send, send uh, other stuff. I didn't realize that he was sending it this way. No, so he sent it to me. This is Mr. Oh, jeez. This is Mr. <laughs> Silence will fall. Uh, well, I hope so. Hurries on the podcast. <laughs> I'll be reviewing this one in two parts, perhaps to break up the monotony for whoever's reading it. Hey! <laughs> uh, Very prophetic that and, was. Yeah, how can I? How can I make this bigger? Um, Can't beat it. Uh, well, I'll just attempt to read it. It's small type. Yeah, that might Thank be you, good. Thank you, sir. Oh May I have another? Well, this is good. <laughs> In fact, this is my second favorite part of my favorite story of Doctor Who. So, yeah, really? I, have a lot, I have a lot to say about this one. I love the extended pre-credit sequence revisiting various characters from across the prior episodes. It helps to set the story up on a vast, wide scale, unlike anything we've seen before. The whole of the universe is here, waiting for the Pandorica to open. 
It's nice to see Ben's favorite back as well, with Riversong getting into the full swing of Roman things and dressing up as Cleopatra. The idea of Stonehenge is a, as a big marker is a fun idea, and the Underhenge is suitably atmospheric. The Pandorica is a wonderful, wonderfully interesting design, giving nothing away about what its contents could be. Cleverly, the amassing army of alien adversaries arriving around to accost the Doctor are only initially described rather than shown, setting up a mouth-watering teaser for their later appearance. Initially, I wasn't sure if we were really going to see, going to get to see the whole toy box in one go, so the slow build-up across the episode worked really well for me. The Cybermen definitely get the most to do in the episode, and I would argue that their appearance is here, though... And see, I've got... Oh, there, there it goes. You need a wee, you say, Robert? here, though brief, are their best in New Who so far, and certainly the best they will get for a while. Matt Smith puts in a strong performance when he gets to deliver his Glastonbury moment at Stonehenge. In general, his dialogue and delivery are note-perfect throughout this episode. He really has come into his own here. River gets shunted off to the, to the 26th June 2010, and her wandering around Amy's ransack ransacked house, coupled with the reveal of the Auton duplication slash arrival of the Alliance slash Pandorica opening, is spine-tingling stuff. River gets to subconsciously blow up the, the TARDIS. I think that's what's happening, at any rate. It's never <laughs> like, explained that well. Sure. But hey, that's another episode's problem. The return of Rory, almost universally predicted by all, nonetheless packs a punch, as I doubt many expected the twist of Amy not remembering him. Karen Gillan is hot, so much so <laughs> that Rory ends up shooting all over her. I mean, shooting her. Oh, <laughs> okay, we get halfway through this before it becomes an obvious Mr. M. <laughs> no misspellings or anything so far. Yeah. <laughs> I doubt anybody really th bought the death of Amy in this episode, but still added to the Doctor's problems. My prediction about what was inside the Pentatorica had been wrong, but almost right. I thought it would be a future version of the 11th Doctor, but and that this would tie into the jacketed-slash-unjacketed shenanigans that were swirling around on the rumor mill. I was still satisfied, though. As cliffhangers go, it doesn't get much better than the whole of creation being destroyed. I've loved Series 5, but we are now moving into the most consistently strong run of episodes in New Who. A well-deserved 10 out of 10. If he's talking about next series, he's wrong. <laughs> he is wrong. Oh, next time. Next time. Oh, I wear a fez now. I only came for the dancing. The big bank <laughs> by that bloke who wrote Coupling. <laughs> I love how different this half of the story is to the first. The sudden jump back to young Amelia in the first episode is a rather unexpected twist. For a moment, when the doctor posted the museum leaflet through the door, I thought it was Wilf. Think of the red hat he wore in the end of time. But sadly, I was wrong. This episode is so timey-wimey, playing around with all sorts of Doctor Who rules, and I love it. I'm sure that some people, Mary perhaps, will say it doesn't all hang together, or it makes no sense, or it's just being made up as it goes along. Well, fair enough. If you want to have incorrect opinions, someone's <laughs> messaging me while I'm in the middle of reading. It's not me. It was Robert. Robert. Mary's coming back. Hey. Well, fair enough. If you want to have incorrect opinions, that's fine by me. But this episode does all okay. tie together, and it's wonderfully constructed. 
at the same time. The doctor uses his supersonic to escape the Pandorica, and although some might say this is far too simple a way for him to break out, we've seen the doctor busting River out of the storm cage loads of times, so you've just got to roll with it. We haven't seen, her, we haven't seen him do that yet. It's coming, though. Amy coming back to life <laughs> Spoilers. Is, a, is a bit of a cop-out, but do bear in mind that Pandorica now oh. Mary's messaging. Mary can't join us this week. Why not? Because the server's going on longer than expected. What's going on? The service? Yeah. Oh, okay. The funeral. Oh, okay. Carry on yeah, then, Kirby, please. Funeral. Don't get distracted. Well, the fact that she texted, messaged us was yeah, distracting. Okay. Right. Amy Let's coming back to life is a bit of a cop-out. Robert! <laughs> Igno- I oh, Mary I see. That we've acknowledged the thing. Yeah, all right. Yeah, well, it doesn't help him when he's trying to read it if he keeps um, sort of moving his screen away. <laughs> Amy coming back to life is a bit of a cop-out, but do bear in mind that the Pandorca is designed to make sure its prisoners will live forever. You know, I could read that again. Someone no, carry on. Me. That's convenient. R- Rory Rory gets to spend the best part of two decades as a... Yeah, two, centuries, two centuries. Yeah, two centuries. As a no, member two, of the... Two millennia, population. isn't it, Kirby? Two thousand huh? years. He says two decades. Oh, I thought it was two thousand. Thousand, yeah, you're right. Yeah, carry on. Uh, which, where are we? As a member of the plastic population, whilst River Song Bird is stuck inside forever, Rory gets. Wait, it's stuck inside. I told you it's too champagne, small. Yeah, champagne, yeah, champagne supernova. Uh, Would you like me to carry on, Kirby? In, no, no okay. it's stuck inside. Well, I'm almost done. Oh, it's stuck inside a champagne supernova in the sky. In the <laughs> end, the doctor has to admit there's no way. No, wait, that's a Blur song. And restart no, the it's not. It's an Oasis song, Kirby. Yeah. It says Blur. No, that's a, yeah. He's, no, it says Blur, but Champagne Supernova is an Oasis song, which is rather yeah. fitting for the. Well, like this, this, this is feedback from. Uh, yes, Mr. No, Ham, I'm just correcting him. I'm correcting him because other people will. Okay. I wouldn't know. And restart well, the universe now. with the second Big Bang. It, this does give him a chance to rewatch the last series of Fast Forward or Fast Backwards, maybe. Why did he stop at the 11th hour, though? This could have been a good chance to relive the twin dilemma and where's my mouse? <laughs> I don't remember it saying that. <laughs> the twin dilemma. All over again. The wedding day comes and Karen Gillan looks hot. Oh, don't say it if he says it again, <laughs> again. please. Though I really doubt that Amy should be wearing white. <laughs> oh. <laughs> very good. <laughs> the something old, new, borrowed blue moment is very clever, and I yeah. love the doctor doing the drunk giraffe. Yeah. The episode ends with some brilliant foreshadowing for the next time out and the promise of an Orient Express in space, though it'll take a few years till we get there. It's not exactly the same Orient Express either. No. I, I love this episode. It's my favorite of the new series. I could watch it over and over again. It's the best Moffat has been. I simply have no words left to describe how much I enjoyed it. Ten out of ten. Next time, Jaws at Christmas. Yeah, I enjoyed it, too. <laughs> I just found some elements of it a bit confusing, but I, it's, I enjoyed being confused in it. And that's funny now. I'm allowed to say what I think of it. Weird. Uh, right, then. Um, right, there we where did get up to. Oh, yes, we've can got... I, can uh, I just ask something? Because you brought up something pertinent there. I did. Do you two remember when you first watched it, hmm. 
wondering what was inside the Pandorica and what yes, was. Yes, of course. Look, yeah, that's part I of mean, the fun of it, what, wasn't what it? What did you think it was? What, before it first opened or when it second yeah, opened? Yeah, before it opened. I didn't think it was a doctor. I must admit, I didn't know what was inside. Yeah, I think we all believed it was a doctor. And I remember when it opened up. It was Amy. We, uh, I was sitting there with with the girls, and we all went. Oh, sorry. All right. No, no, no. I'm talking about when when it first opened, and you know, because mm. I was you know, and there was nothing inside it, wasn't it? I didn't. I, mm. I, I, I didn't know what was in it. Fear, oh, I was talking fair. about when we finally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Amy. The second time I expected it to be. The I doctor. can't even remember. <laughs> Right, where do we it get up to? It was a long, long time ago. It was 12 years yeah. ago. Yeah, OK. Uh, we got this. This is Andy Lane here. It is nearly six o'clock Sunday night, and I've got a nice cup of tea here okay. to match up the bath. Um, and this morning, and the couple of days, of course, I did the usual ironing, and I watched uh, the Pandorica open, and the big bang! And it's, um, my God, it's, um, there's a lot in there, isn't there? And I don't think a lot of it makes a great deal of sense. Uh, you know, try to resolve the Amy's <laughs> crap thing, though, whether it actually does or not, I don't know. And it does leave a lot of things like, oh, you know, is, is uh, Rory really an autumn? You know, what is River? Who is she? What's he trying to do? Uh, where does it all leave Amy? That's interesting. I don't know why it just suddenly cuts out like that. Mm. I, I was quite surprised when I saw it to be, Odd. it was quite a short episode. Standing in here. No, it doesn't, it's that's, it's it. that's it. It stops at 35 seconds. Sorry, everybody. I know oh. Andy Dunny fans would be absolutely gutted, but that's as long as the audio is, I'm afraid. I'll download it's it. Shall I, Kirby, see if that makes a difference? Standing yeah, in here. Andy Dunny here, yes. Um, download, right, let's see. I bet it's still the same length. That's what she said. <laughs> right. Let's have a look. Uh, it would be in that folder, and then that folder. And then that folder. And then and that folder over there. And downloads. And over there. And then it's going to be there. here. Here it is. How long is it? Andy Nunny here. Uh, still 35 seconds. Okay, well, sorry about that. Uh, I'm gutting for Andy Nunny fans because um, it That's obviously good. isn't a complete file. Can't use we'll have it. Let's send in double next I week. didn't know it was like that until I stopped. I like to be surprised when I uh, you know, listen to the feedback that comes through. Well, that right, then I've got to read the next bit of feedback. So this is how it's done, everybody. Please pay attention. <laughs> the 11th Doctor and Amy get a message which takes them to Roman Britain in 102 AD. River is impersonating Cleopatra and Rory is there as a centurion. There's a picture of Van Gogh called The Pandorica Opens with the TARDIS Exploding. The Doctor says the Pandorica is a fabled prison for the universe's deadliest being, which is hidden in the Underhenge at Stonehenge. If that's true, it's proven wrong later when River visits her mum's bedroom. Oops, spoilers there. Oh, there's handles. Oh, oh dear, those trousers on Alex Kingston's bum. <laughs> The Doctor asked River to bring the TARDIS to Stonehenge, but with the TARDIS having all sorts of problems, River realises something has to has taken control of it. I wonder if that's the excuse Deanna Troy used when she crashed the Enterprise. Sorry, Adam, that's Star Trek. Um, silence will fall. River arrives at Amy's house in the present day and works out that well it wasn't quite the present day it was actually like um, 10 years ago wasn't it uh, and works out that romans are back uh, sorry romans are from a book in amy's bedroom about roman britain 
River tells the Doctor the Pandorica must be a trap made out of Amy's memories. River then manages to take off, but the TARDIS becomes the centre of a massive explosion, making every star in the sky go supernova. Oh, good. The Teletubby Daleks are back. Are there any enemies of the Doctor that are not there? Well, the Draconians were mentioned, but I don't remember seeing them. No, I don't want to know who. Oh, dear. Rory didn't die this week. Amy did. Ah, there's young Amelia. Hmm, Amy's inside the Pandorica. So it's okay for Amy to meet herself as a child and the universe doesn't explode. Oh, hang on. Yeah, no Blinovich limitation effect, was there? Oh, hang on. Oh, Oh, yes, it was going to. Uh, yeah, it was going to explode. He's right, not for, for that reason. Uh, now, Rory is the boy who waited, and Amy is the girl who waited. So, if the sonic, same sonic screwdriver meets, then there's a big flash. But if Amy and Amelia meet, nothing happens. Rule out. Mm. Rule one, the Doctor lies. The Doctor sacrificing himself to save the universe. No, ch- No change there, then. So, Rory's not a plastic Rory now. And off now. I'm oh, sorry. And now off to the Orient Express. No, it's no, it's Carol at Christmas. Surely. Uh, hang on, let's do that again. And now off to the Orient Express. No, it's a Carol at Christmas. Surely, I'll get it right that time. Stay mm. safe and well, everyone. Linda and Terry Miles. Master. Yes. But it does bother me that uh, Rory claims that he remembers being an all-time. Does it? But uh, he is no longer plastic. But he does remember being a Roman all time. Thank you for that. And that leaves us one last thing on the sort of feedback department. Yes, you get pleasure. Robert Bartholomew (coughs) Hayes, who's going to do the feedback of Councillor Allen. uh, Tiberius <laughs> Butcher. Sorry, I, I forgot where I was. So, Island T- Tiberius Butcher by Ter- Robert. Williger. What? Tyrannical. Get on with it. <laughs> ter- 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 Get on with it, Robert, please. <laughs> the Munster Gang Bang, the box shut or mopping up after a climactic series arc. Hmm. Dear 20 Megabiters, the Pandorica opens, the Big Bang is, of course, a closely studied counterposing of two methods of preservation and protection from threat. One is the containment and exclusion of such a threat, whereas the other relies on the identification and employment of knowledge. It clearly suggests the latter is superior as it tackles the issue rather than restricting Excuse it me. with the Your, your accent there, Robert, made it sound like that it tickles the issue, but carry on. It tackles, tackles. <laughs> yeah. uh, I could tickle the issue. <laughs> make it laugh. Go on, carry uh, on. Rather than the restriction. Make them laugh. Make them laugh. Shut up. Carry on. Concomitant reality that such limitation could be released with all the consequences of its original threat manifesting. Mm. It should be noted that whilst some might say that. Oh, darn it. Carry go back. Go back. <laughs> Well, I have to delete that one. That's the wrong file. Right, it's gone. Uh, okay, hold that thought. Hold that thought. What the hell is going on with my filing system here? Uh, don't modify it. Yeah. It's on a Mac. It on That's what's wrong. There's nothing to do with it being a Mac. I just clicked on the the um, 
date I modified just, thing, and it was I the wrong way around. Shut up. Actually, I'm contractually obligated to make fun of Macintosh. No, you're not. Right. Go back to the beginning <laughs> of that paragraph, please, Robert. I'll, it should okay. be... Right. It should be noted that while some might say... You're not actually supposed to say it. Okay. You know how this show works. Carry Can on. we start again? Go on, then. It should... Oops, he hit his mute. <laughs> <laughs> ah, I did too. Okay. Yep. Ready? Yes. It should be noted that whilst... Hooray! That recreating the universe from one person's memory is a bit of a stretch of credibility. In fact, Doctor Who is a fantasy so sci-fi show. That's Kirby's bit, Robert. Come on, you know the format. It's a science fiction fantasy TV program. No! Oh, show. And Amy is a very this remarkable is going well. person. And anyway, perhaps we're all part of that master plan. We also learn that the hypocrites, the Dravens, are still out there and aren't above hanging around with a bunch of ugly monsters after as such, uh, after as long as they are not good creatures. There you go. Yeah. All in all, the Pandorica Opens, the Big Bang, is probably the most accomplished finale stemming from the series arcs that have been used since the show's return in 2005. Its premise certainly pushed Doctor Who to the edge of where it can go with the fantastical in destroying the universe and recreating it from some wild extrapolation of memory. Wow. However, there is consistent verisimilitude to how this is handled and the logical paradox by which the central narrative knot is undone both boggles the mind and satisfies the viewer. There's so much here for the casual and dedicated viewer that it carries off everything you could ask for from a series finale for the season series. Mm. It is difficult to suggest that Matt Smith reaches the peak of his performance here only because he reached and maintained it very nearly from his first line in episode one of the series. The Golden Age continues as Professor Zaroff, who was probably there somewhere, might have said, nothing in the word can stop it now. <laughs> this story is perhaps about a half an hour too short, as who would not have wanted to see more of the big gang of monsters Plotting and interacting in their endeavours to contain the menace that is the Doctor. Next up, Doctor Who and the ghost of Timey Wimey or Dumbledore's evil twin. Those are my thoughts. Alan T. Butcher. Yes, um, I love the way you say monsters instead of monsters. There you go. Munch to munch. Yeah, so that, uh, um, let's have a look see what's coming through on the live feed. Uh, Lily Romney says, too fast for a pair of complex episodes. Well, sorry. Gosh, everyone's a critic, aren't they? And then Andy, who can't follow instructions that you guys do two-part stories together. Yes. <laughs> and uh, right then, so that brings us on Mas to the... Master, nearly this brings us on to the next quite segment an of the interesting show. Uh, bunch of comments on your, your post about being utterly clear, no more split stories. Oh, yes. Okay, I'll read them out. I do. I can read Kirby. <laughs> of course, if I can find the post. Uh, yeah. It's oh, pinned to the top. Ah, here we are. No, it's not. 
It's here. Uh, comments. Um, right. Uh, Kirby Bartlett Thingmejig says, and we've said this time and time again, but it wasn't even Andy that it was actually um, uh, flagged up by uh, Brandon, only sending uh, feedback for the first part. Then he said, oh, I'm no, no. Second it, bit it's coming always later. been Andy. But not on this uh, occasion. Sometimes... Sometimes he messages me privately and says, which one are we doing? Right, okay. Well, he, you, you subsequently got back caught in loop, or time loop, sorry, caught in the time loop four times. And <laughs> Robert Finch Jr. does the yawning emojis directing at you, which is quite funny. And then uh, he says, great, no need to stretch it out. Uh, Brandon Moore said, yeah, I hate when, hate when things are split up. <laughs> uh, and then some... Kirby bloke, something about unlike an attempt by the Daleks and revelation of Daleks to be utterly clear. Oh, <laughs> picture of a, <laughs> uh, a transparent Dalek. Then some bloke, he, Hobbit Reigns, that monk trilogy is going to be hell. And then, plus, I noticed coming soon is the masterpiece story, Curse of Lax Plot, Splot, Spot, um, Kirby's favourite story. We thought we'd spread that one over two episodes just to give it a really good <laughs> thorough review. Now, the thing about Curse of the Black Spot, I haven't seen it for a while, but I do have memories of it that I enjoy. I think uh, Lily, somebody or other, played the, the sort of siren in it, didn't she? Lily. Yes, I, I, Cole, I had Lily a Cole, poster right? up and in course, my room in Tennessee of yeah. uh, Pirate Amy, yeah. which I thought was yeah. quite and, nice. Yeah, and yeah. of course, um, did the, you know the iconic yes. dad in, in in Paddington's house, uh, played by Hugh Bonneville? Uh, as yeah, the captain, Ma- master, master. No, it's the captain, the, not the master. We do have an. Uh, what, no. what, uh, explain no. the Spidin, rules Spidin. when we get to the monks trilogy. Yeah. Yeah, it's just going to do it as uh, as uh, three parter. I can't be bothered. Um, I mean, no, not as so, one. So we're gonna we're gonna do twenty minutes for all three of those. No, yes, we're gonna story. bash through it. I'm bashing through episodes now, Kirby. I'm fed up with with sitting yeah. here with my I, sore actually, knee. I agree with you that we're gonna do all three of those Good. at once because I I would prefer we do them in about five minutes. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, Good. So right. Uh, where do we get up? So oh, yeah, so we're gonna do um, the next segment of the show, which. I forgot what I was going to do now because you interrupted me. So I'm going to do Fantasy Con oh, News. That's, that's I haven't to. even got any music for that bit. Fantasy okay, Con. there's been a few issues uh, recently in regards to the preparations for Fantasy Con, namely uh, last minute people saying that they can't do it. Now, there was a rumour because obviously we had Craig Fairbrass who said who, who's, his agent said he couldn't do it because he was filming. And then I had a load of comments saying that oh everybody knew he was filming uh he was not going to be doing it for ages but when i queried that with his agent his agent said well he did actually have a window that week where he wasn't filming and that's when he was going to come to the event but he got recalled to set so unfortunately I, I, we can't call people liars because that would be unfair so we just have to accept that that's the case now it's getting close it's very difficult this close to an event to get replacements you know um of a similar ilk. But I fortunately, myself. fortunately, I was able to get Michael Jaston, uh, uh, the Valyard himself, cool. uh, to come that along. That is cool. It is if you're a Doctor Who fan. Not necessarily if you're a fan of, the, of uh, Rise He's of the Foot Soldier. Doctor Who, though. Now, there are some people who bought tickets for the event just to, to meet uh. Uh, Craig Fairbrass. So it's a bit of a gamble, isn't it? 
if you go to a, an event to buy a ticket because you just want to meet the one person, there's always that person. The one's going to be, you know, happened to me when I went. I Everyone's to go. going to have a great time Dis- anyway. I hope so. Dis- yeah. Well, he, I, he said he wasn't going, and I spoke to him, and then he said, "Yeah, yeah, I'll go anyway." So yeah, it's it's not easy. I mean, it, it's so difficult. I met a person in cows today saying, "I said," and they were carrying a canine under their arm, and I said, "Oh, uh, do you know there's a Comic Con coming up in uh, a couple of weeks?" So no. So they're in a town where the, the event is and didn't know that it was coming. That's a bit mm. frustrating. But um, we're going to have to just do a little bit of publicity around that uh, the town market where Debbie used to work, who can't be bothered to support the event. But we're going to have to It'd do be like a town that. crier or something. Um, very funny. Um, of course, so we had a lovely message from uh, National Treasurer Clive Mantle, which yeah, more or less, you know, reiterating that he's coming. And we've had uh, Simon Fisher-Becker very excited because he's got his ticket and everything. So um, Simon has come in the night before. We haven't quite worked out what we're going to do with his early arrival because he, he wants to do a fundraiser. But Take him it's someplace. So, it's so close and people, everybody wants money for using their space for these sort of things. So it's a, it's a difficult thing. But um, we did a site visit the other day and yeah, it's... Um, it's taking shape now, and uh, uh, in some ways, and that's an awful thing to say, I'll be glad when it's over, because it's been a total worry for me for the last six months. When is it? So I've been so when busy, and I haven't been able to devote enough time to that, and I expected to get a bit of sort of help from people, and to be quite honest, I haven't really had that much help from from people. Um, so it's, it's just difficult, and I'd have to be, I have to be very deeply persuaded to do another one because of the the lack of help from doing this one how long uh, before I, there's been help but not as much as i was hoping uh and if i'd had the help to hope the help i hoped i had then it would have been <laughs> easy i could have said <laughs> oh can fast. you do that all i've got my, I, the people don't realize I, i'm i work for marks and spencer i have my own business and it's busy during the summer I, i'm working non-stop so you know i'll, I'll yeah. be finish it m s come home working again so i don't get a lot of break i've got a family i don't get to spend kidding. much time with you yes know. So I, I would help if i were there but i can't do. Three anyway. weeks time. on a positive note we have uh, people confirmed i've just a few other people waiting to confirm but when you put paraphernalia out that oh so-and-so is going to be and then they so minute, minute you put that paraphernalia out they're not coming it's very frustrating because all the posters are out with their pictures on it and everything but like i say um it's 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 not that far away now, so I hope it so, hope it so goes. Three weeks. Who yeah. do you have to to twist their arm to get them to help you? Uh, well, uh, Roy's my um, sidekick, but he uh, he's busy as well, so um, it's just difficult. It really is. It's so difficult. Uh, but and also I worry because you know you think is and is anyone going to come to it? Um, the fact that you know it's difficult publicising the thing anyway. I know you get your moaners and stuff like that, but you know it's been so difficult. I haven't been able to get any artists at all, uh, apart from possibly Clive Burrows. Alistair is obviously having trouble at home, so he, he's um, not doesn't look like he's going to be coming. And um, it's a comic con, comic con with no artists. Woohoo! That's good, isn't it? So whatever I've tried, people haven't. Oh, writers! I've been trying to get a local. Um, actor who appears in TV shows and he's a, he writes uh, screenplays and everything, he's a film um, screenplay writer he's so modest that he doesn't want to come along because he doesn't want to blow his own trumpet so it's um, it's a very difficult scenario and that's all I'm going to say on the matter I'm keeping my fingers crossed, if people do come along to it they're going to have a good time but I'm, I'm not confident that, you know, because I'm, I'm a pessimist that people will come to it 
They did last time, but you never. Right then. Well, I, I, I'd help if I were there. Maybe yes, you could okay. import me next time. I just then. wanted people yeah. to share things, share posts and spread the word, but that hasn't really happened. Uh, they've just read them, but they haven't shared them. That's the other thing of social media. Share posts. You, 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 could, you could have a special guest from Australia and a special guest from America next time. No. Exactly, yeah. Um, Agree. It could, but I'm not going to. It costs money. Uh, and it's a charity <laughs> event. We're trying to make, raise... That's the, other thing. That's the other thing, right? I've created a, a raffle to raise money for Wessex Cancer Trust. Oh, yeah, I saw that. And saw no that. one shared it. Wessex Cancer and Trust. It, you know, I thought people might, oh, that's only a pound a ticket. We'll go for that, you know. I give up. I really do. It's just um, nobody's sort of interested. In oh, there's there's a, a million uh, entries available. Yeah, I saw somebody the other day. It's like a friend I met. They said uh, because obviously I'm a uh, published novelist, and it was very difficult to get my book out out and about. You are. And she said she she her book her first book sold sold twenty five thousand copies. I don't oh, think people like me, me you know. Anyway, we're going to move on to the next segment of the show now. Which is, and it starts a bit like this. And the, the, the obviously the. The, the listeners who may think this is going to drag on for a bit, don't worry, it won't drag on for that long. But at least, um, uh, well, Rupert Kirby's got a chance this week. He was completely trounced last I had a time, chance last I? week and I still failed. Yeah, she made a right mess of it, didn't you? <laughs> so, it's a basic, basic quiz, Robert. Basic. Okay. Basic, basic, basic. Right then, so I've got questions, and I ask you a question, you provide me with the answer. If you can't get it, it goes over to Kirby. For a, so it's two points for an answer, uh, or one point Murray if you've had typing, to pass it. Robert's or, uh, name is winning this one. Uh, uh, yeah, oh, that's right. unusual for you to say that, isn't it, Kirby? Yeah. Yes, right then, so the question is... I think this I is for... The, the pink ones. Right then, so Robert, what huh? was... What? Is that for me? Well, yes. Name, pretty sure your okay. name's Robert. Hang on, let's check. Yep. R-O-B-E-R-T. I think that's you, isn't no, it? because I'm deaf. And my left ear has lots of tinnitus. So all I can hear is that noise and it gets hard to... Oh, sorry, just stop. Oh, oh, isn't that nice? Right. Uh, what was Martha Jones' mother's name? Huh? How am I supposed to know that? Okay, the uh, crazy eyebrow lady. <coughs> Very funny. Uh, the options are Francis. Oh. Shut up! Let me go through the options for God's sake. Right, uh, Francis, Franzine, Francisco, uh, Franella. What are the? What was Martha Francis? Isn't it? Uh, uh, well, no. So I can. I no, can it's play, not. Uh, hang on. Let me play the wrong sound effect. I've got it here somewhere. Oh, there it is. There we go. <laughs> Kirby. <laughs> Francine. 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 Oh, the Francine of the Quantum Group. Very good, Robert. Right, so I'll move on to Kirby. Master. Uh, what was Next Dorothy Chaplay's... I can't read that one. It's dark in it. What was Dorothy Chaplay, companion of the first Doctor, more commonly known as? Dodo. Yes. You say that again because it came out as O for some reason. Do 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 do. No, that's wrong. <laughs> as dead as a. That's wrong. Sorry. 
What? Well, you went do do do. It's dodo, and you went do 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 do. That's completely wrong. Because you seem to have problems hearing me. Well, you should have then. You should have therefore repeated the correct answer instead of the wrong one. I did. Right, there's a bonus spot this week, and there's one point in the bonus spot. Here's the bonus spot question. I know would be the response, so as I know who's going to be the one who gets there yeah. first. It's in which year did man? Sorry, God, bloody! Oh, my glasses are playing up. In which year did man travel to the moon? Influenced by the silence. Oh, come on. Was that you, Robert? Or was that Rock? No, Robert? that's Kirby. Go on then, Burby. 1969. Ooh. So the bonus uh, point. Goes to Burby. Right, okay, so go back. I to remember Robert. it well. Robert. I don't. I wasn't even born. Robert. I but I remember it. Robert. Yes. Sir. Eventually. Right then. Killing uh, silence. Any more interruptions? Points are going to get deducted. Ooh. And uh, which famous classic author is the Doctor with when he encounters the Gelf? In 19th century Cardiff. Isn't that um, Charles Dickens? You asking me the question? I'm supposed to be asking the questions. No. This isn't, this isn't Jeopardy, and it wasn't. <laughs> yeah. Kirby. Master. Who warns the Tenth Doctor? You are not alone. The uh, face of Bo. These are too easy. I'm going to have to change Jack. them. Right then. These are too easy. I'm moving on to more difficult ones now. In human nature, Robert. Wait, who's... Oh, Robert. Okay. Oh, jeez. <laughs> what was the name of the school that John Smith, a.k.a. the 10th oh, Doctor, was no. teaching at? There are four options. Oh, uh, Farrington. Sorry. Farrington, Farringham, Fairham, or Farlington. Which of those were the right schools? Oh, I've got no idea. Is it what Farlington or whatever it's called? And new no. uh, Kirby. I have no idea. Just give a. You got three options. You might get one of them right. Well, you'll have to repeat. All uh, right. The options are uh, Farringdon, Farringham, Fairham, or Farlington. And which one did Robert say? I can't remember. <laughs> Farringham. Uh, oh. He got it right. Oh, no. It was picked at random. Yes, yeah. clearly. Right, so, Kirby. Master. Uh, according to popular legend, which year did Harry, sorry, Henry Avery go missing? So, according to popular legend... <laughs> Which year did Henry Avery go missing? Avery, isn't that the uh, pirate from the Curse of the Dead? Oh, just get on with it and start asking questions. I'm asking the questions. Right, okay. And Robert? You're supposed to take a million points away. Robert? Yes, what? What's the answer? I don't know, 1833? (laughs) He tried to give me an answer. So there we go, one of these. Sixteen ninety nine. Should have got that one. Sixteen ninety nine. Yes. 
Right, bonus pot question. There are three points in the bonus pot, and this is the bonus pot question. You remember the rules. Which deranged genius invents a reality bomb designed to destroy all matter in the universe, but him and his creations? Uh, no. Go on, That's Kirby. Easy. The master. Ooh. Oh, God. Master. Sorry. Master. Nope. <laughs> Oh, shit. What? No, it was... Oh, no, you made me delete a file, you naughty man. Ooh. Oh. Right, hang on. Right, that's a... Ah, that's right, now Now that's correct. So, no, it's not the master. So that those three points stay in the... the uh, Wait, um, who the, is it? It's it not Dave Ross, Dav is it? Ross. That's Dav what Ross. I just said. Oh, no, you didn't. Oh, that, okay. I didn't delete the file. I thought I had it. Made the "I've deleted you" sound, but it didn't actually delete it. No, that's that was correct. Correctly wrong. So still three points in the bonus spot. We so move back to Davros. Robert. It is Davros. I said Davros. I you don't... Right, I said. Yeah, you don't I have another stab at it. It's a bonus pot question. Right then, Kirby. Oh, Robert. Sorry. Right. Yeah. What? What? Nineteen. 19- I feel so bad. I missed one. Point deducted for Kirby. <laughs> Right, <clears throat> Robert, what yes, 1970s yes. sitcom links the unicorn and the wasp with Paradise Towers? Not 40, not 40 Towers, is it? <laughs> uh, you've given me that answer, so therefore I have to take it. <laughs> and um, what's his name again? Kirby, isn't it? Kirby? I The, the question got interrupted, yes? Oh, gee, do I have to read it again? Yes. It's a bit of a mouthful. Right. What 1970s ah. British sitcom links the unicorn and the wasp with Paradise Towers? I don't know. What? It's not a good life, is it? Well, it's not what the answer is, but the, you wouldn't have heard the question. It's, yeah, it is a good life. Sorry, I thought I was written there. Richard Bryars and Felicity Kendall. But you don't get a point because you, you don't get a point because you had what that is... chance earlier on. The Good Life. Because of Richard Breyers. Oh, oh, okay, because Richard Breyers well, is in... Fortunately, listeners, there's not very many cards left. No, it isn't, actually. Right, it's so a bonus pot question. Remember the rules. Here we go. There's five points in the bonus pot. In the second Doctor story, The Time Meddler, what historical battle uh, is the meddling monk trying to alter the outcome? Go on, Kirby. It's, it's um, the... Um, 1066. Uh, yeah, what's the battle then? Hastings? That's what I thought, Battle of Hastings. Yeah. Tis indeed the Battle of Hastings, yes. So, Thank you, surprise, sir. Surprise, surprise. Kirby moves <laughs> massively into the lead. Robert, not much chance now. Robert, yeah. here we go. What yeah. is the name of the broken camouflage unit that is meant to disguise the Doctor's TARDIS? Wherever it lands. Uh, what? Million circuit. Yay! Don't be patronising, Kirby. <laughs> right. You can be patronising to me any any time. Mm. Right, Kirby. Master. What was the name of the actress who played Barbara Wright in season one? Jacqueline Barrett. No. <laughs> I know. I know. Jacqueline Dammit is not the right answer. Hill. 
Two, uh, oh, point deducted because that didn't give um, uh, Robert the chance to uh, to actually answer. So that's uh, sorry. All right, so we're at the, nearly at the end anyway. So I think it's fairly um, obvious what's going to happen here. Um, and there's one point in the bonus pot, and here it goes. In which time. year did the Doctor Nardole and Bill encounter the Ice Warrior Queen? Mm. Closest person gets the point. But you can shout out whenever you like. What year was it? Got to give Kirby time to look on Wikipedia. <laughs> go on in, Robert. You can have a go first then. Go on. I've got no idea, to tell you the truth. Oh, go on in. Just it's give a Peter Capaldi one. I've only seen the episode oh, once. Oh, just give us a year that you might be... I've seen it twice, but that's still... Oh, God. It's in the future, so I say 5,049. Oh, yeah. I don't think it was in the future. Go on, uh, Kirby. Oh, yeah, because of the soldiers. Kirby. Wasn't it? I... 1860. Right, so it was 1881, so Kirby gets the final point available in the quiz. And the only God, reason is I remember no... that it was in the past. I get to, yeah. Now I get to understand... I remember when I thought about oh, the soldiers. Jesus there. Christ. I get to understand why we don't do the quiz anymore. Uh, so uh, after that, the uh, final scores are Robert yeah, with five you points, win. and the winner with eleven points is Kurt. Oh, fun listeners yes it how many was. points did i get <laughs> you had five points robert rubbish wow. to be fair, and, 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 and robert okay remember i have and you have me penciled in i have statistics and we can get ointment for i that, you know? did not win all that often yeah Last yeah, time, Mary yeah, won. yeah and mary okay uh so adam won in uh, 2020, uh, July 8th, which, how come you, oh, it's, how come you won your own quiz? Okay, yes. I won the, I won the, year, the, the week before, Mary, Mary, Robert, Robert, me, me, Matthew, Robert, I'm going backwards, Debbie, me, Debbie, no quiz, Debbie. Kirby's trying his hardest to bore us, <laughs> to make it up as You know he's going to ignore us, maybe you will go for a week. And here's here's a period <laughs> that I like. Back in 2018, back in 2018, you had Isabella w- winning the cu- oh, quiz three she times lovely. in a row. Yeah. Oh, we love Isabella. Yeah. And and there was one time uh, that I the won. The is an APB services production sponsored by whoone.co.uk and lavazi.co.uk. We are. A proud member of the Doctor Who Podcast Alliance. Doctor Who is a trademark of the BBC. No copyright infringement intended. Oh, not like that anymore. Carry on. Sorry, I just saw you said about Isabella. I thought I'd play a bit of... Yes, I, I like that. Memories. Yeah. Memories. There, there, was one, there was one time that I won because I correctly predicted that Andy would get the most points and I would have the least. Mm. But that flipped things so that I won. 
goodness. Marvellous. <laughs> oh, there's one here that says brand there. spanking new is a old Doctor Who podcast alliance. Wow, what's that one doing? The anti megabyte Doctor Who podcast oh, is an oh, APV Savage production. Yeah, right, shut up. Right, um, right so we've got something else. Um, <laughs> You, you need to bring her in and have it, have, say it directly to her. No. Uh, Terry Miles says, five minuets. No way, Kirby. You've, you'll not let him do that quick. And then it's been advertised on Isle of Wight Radio. Mind you, the idiots keep calling it Comic-Con. Yes, they co- Isle of Wight Radio co- couldn't call it by its name and didn't actually give the location or the date. Yet they run a competition for tickets for this event that was well that's because yeah, everyone I, I, can I, walk there absolutely ridiculous well not if you yeah. come from mainland we're hoping to get some people from the mainland over you see but there you go apart from terry miles who is coming obviously right then where do we get up so i was going to do the next segment of the show wasn't i which of course is, is... yeah i suppose we could do that who um who I'm, I'm, I'm... UK? yes I is that who1.co.uk right oh i did have a doctor who annual down here i was going to show you but deb's put it upstairs in the attic Latest products, Daleks Unlimited Comic Strip Collection, which is a paperback book from the pages of Doctor Who magazine and beyond. Panini Comics proudly presents the first volume of classic comic strips, tales, sorry, strip strip tales, featuring the universe's deadliest war machines, the Daleks. Daleks. That's available to buy now at whoone.co.uk. Origin oh, stories. It's very nice to see to see our little ad right at the very top of their page. It's an old one. Um, origin stories. We all change when you think about it. We're different people all through our lives. Uh, I don't know. What oh, it says oranges. I'm gonna have to. Oh, I nearly said oranges stories. That would be about fruit and stuff. Uh, Code <laughs> of flesh, which is a Eighth Doctor story. It says Dan Starkey recounts a brand new adventure for the Eighth Doctor as played He's on TV reader. by Paul McGann. The 2023 Doctor Who annual. But it's uh, only 2022. But it is a time travel show, so I guess so. Uh, and on the cover, we've got so many Doctors that my eyes are going crossed. So we've got uh, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15 Doctors. It's a shame they couldn't be bothered to song? put Shooty on there because he could have made it a good round 16. There you go. Um, yeah, so all these items can be bought at whoone.co.uk, including Doctor Magazine. Um, if you're living outside the UK, you can get it to your door quicker than trying to find a shop that sells it. Can I, can I ask something? No. Yes. Uh, when's this special going to be on? What special? Oh, that's uh, 23rd. I told you I was going to talk about it on Doctor Who News. It's uh, next weekend, isn't it? Next oh, okay. Next Sunday, so we won't be recording. So, is it next Sunday? Mm. Yes, yeah, next Sunday, no, 23rd. What, what's all day? We're on the 16th, yeah. Next Sunday. Oh, okay. uh, it's an hour and a half, so a nice uh, movie-length thing to watch. Uh, definitely... Are we going to talk about it? Mm, we'll talk about it, but not in, uh, in the synopsis detail. We're just going to say what we thought of it. And stuff and gush, hopefully, about it. Death in Venice uh, is a fake Torchwood story without John Oh, but Barrowman we're, not, in it. we're not recording, so okay, uh, good. It'll be the following time. The following, I say, I nearly said week, but it could well be. Uh, Dor- a Diary of River Song 10, Fifth Doctor 42, Gallifrey War Room 1. There's all these items are available to pre order. You're, you're starting to get uh, your volume is fading away again. I've got a phone call. Hello? He's probably tired. 
Doesn't he look tired? It is indeed. But you, you might have to carry on for a bit. Oh, where do I get to? Right, so I've gone past... Can you do Luvazi for me, Kirby? Sorry, I'm in the middle of the doing a podcast. Oh, you're on Luvazi. Oh, uh, Hang on. Oh, no, oh, no. Uh, sorry. I lost you, the... Could you call me back in about half an hour? <laughs> That'll be right. Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> Fans different on the phone. It's Andrew Lord and my Jedi fight man for a fantasy con. Uh, right, you don't have to do that, Kirby, by the way. I'm back now. Uh, uh, well, right. I finally was able to bring up lavarzi.co.uk. <laughs> no, we, we, we promised years ago we're not going to use that sound effect. <laughs> I don't know and Lavarzi has, is, uh, has a seventh Doctor Sound Umbrella. effect? Yeah, they have a what? Oh yeah, a, a seventh Matthew would like umbrella, that uh, umbrella coming. If I could. Oh not yes, be they did. They posted that on the twenty megabyte. Yes, and podcast. I'm mentioning yeah. it. To people Facebook who didn't group, see it posted, which you can join. What's a YouTube video with one of their bags here? What's that do? Hello all. That's so today enough. I got a very exciting package in the post because I have received the new TARDIS laptop bag from Veroli and I'm going to be reviewing Lavazzi. it for you today. So it is an officially licensed product and on the front you also have the little Doctor Who logo and then also this little pocket. And if you turn this around to the back, it actually has something that I've never seen a laptop bag have before, which is one of these flaps. So you can slide it on the Ooh, handles. Clever. You can slide it over your handles if you're traveling. I think that's such a genius idea. If you go inside, you can see there is a little separate sort of hole a... for your laptop and the seal of Rassilon, which I think is really nice. Seal of inside. This sort is cool, like everybody. Detail they put in there. It also comes okay, with these shoulder straps that you can attach onto the bag. But yeah, I'm not going to say any more, but that's quite a good little review of the uh, Lavazi um yeah, and that's a, quite an old review. It's I don't give a tinker's cuss. I played it. That's it. That's all I'm going to do on the sponsors this week. Thanks, everybody. Um, oh, anybody said anything on live feed? Nobody said anything on live feed. I can move on to the next section of the show, which is Doctor Who news. Now, you did allude earlier on as to the new episode of Doctor Who called something or other doctor doctor something um what's it called power yeah. of the doctor that's the one the power of the daleks yes oh sorry no doctor, doctor. um so very exciting i've seen some previews of it uh, everybody thinks that the doctor is regenerating in the scene of show but of course it's not it's, it's a doctor in the obliteration machine um and apparently she regenerates outside the tardis because uh, i think that uh, there's a thing that um if you regenerate outside the TARDIS as a female Time Lord, you regenerate into a male one. I think that's how it works. But, of course, it's very exciting because uh, Ace and uh, Tegan are back. And Yay! What? <clears throat> what did you say? Both Sophie and Janet Fielding are going to be at Wales Comic Con. <coughs> I, I, I plan to get a photo up with Janet because, of course, my idol as a teenager uh, and i've never met her before well, i've seen her but never met her so it'd be nice to have a picture with her doctor who magazine issue 583 with a picture of the last um trio uh, before they change back over to rtd with the final countdown as the words at the bottom uh, available um who won the code okay 13th doctor's the final, final countdown. countdown the 13th <laughs> doctor's final battles get special <laughs> blu-ray release the 13th Doctor's Final Battle will be to be marked with a special home entertainment releases. That's a very strange way of wording it. Um, 
yeah, so you get uh, the last three episodes and stuff. Lucky well, you. Well, when's eh? the series twelve, uh, series two box set getting released? I don't care. Uh, Doctor Who no. World of Wonder update. The National Museum of Liverpool did that last. Time. I'm not going to say it again. Right then. So yes, it's all very exciting. It's always exciting, even if it's rubbish, and it might not be, when a new episode of Doctor Who <laughs> is about to come onto our screen. Yeah, but. But the, the last several episodes have not been very exciting. Mm. I wouldn't no. say, right, only on the, if you look at it as a standard of Doctor Who. If you say I look yes. at the standard of every other television programme, it's actually quite good. But Doctor mm. Who, for me, is quite I a high standard of storytelling. Flukes was kind of disappointing. Some aspects, of flu- flux, some aspects of it were very good. The first yes. few episodes, as individual what? things, were very good. Some aspects. <laughs> it wasn't all. What? I love the Sontaran one. The first two episodes. I love the, the, the Weeping Angel. How did this villain get involved? What, what's their motivation? I've got no idea. What are you talking about? I know. The whole know. mess. It's, it's a, a bit of a mess. Right, look, let me point out what I think, right? The Sontaran episode was quite good. Um, and the, the angel, the, angel the bit when the doctor changed into an angel at the end it was fantastic. That was a really good episode. Uh, yes. I love the characters in that, that story. Um, where they were standing on the edge of the universe, etc., cetera, etc., cetera. and I just liked it. I thought it was a really good episode. It was let down by a subsequent and, and episodes, but there are little gems here and there of the Bist Tribunal, Criddle, whatever the name is, um, era. There are some really good episodes, especially Rosa and, and a handful of others. So it's not all absolute dire, but even as I keep saying with Doctor, even the poor ones are better than a lot of things on television at the moment. So. That's not okay. much then. Oh, it doesn't say yeah, much for other things on TV. Like it wasn't that some, bad. Some honestly. good old classic things like oh, yeah, the fourth exactly. doctor, some third doctor, yeah, exactly. the fifth doctor. Yeah, it's and it's not as good that. as Doctor Who should be, but it's still bloody good. I'm sorry, but it is. Hey, all but I have to just, do is go, we know, go, we know go as Doctor Who fans. Tell, if I tell Fred <clears> that I ask her, you want to see some fourth doctor, she will be down here in an instant. Yeah, but I'm saying... If we know what really Doctor Who. Excuse me, excuse me. We, oh, we, oh Jesus I think Christ. she liked Flux better than I did. We know what Doctor mm. Who can be uh, and what it's capable of. So obviously we know that Tribunal can't do the job, but it's yeah. still pretty. He good thought TV. he could. Pretty. Did. Back back when he was a teenager. Yes, he did. Oh yeah, not that part. Oh God, I'm so pleased we can get to the end of the show now. Right. So now we talk what about we've what we've been watching. We, what? Yeah. I'm what have you been f- watching? Well, if you let me speak, I-, I might actually be able to answer your question. <laughs> right, where do we get up to? Uh, I-, I did actually make a note. Just speak up, I can hardly hear. I've here. made so many notes recently, it slipped yeah, right he's, down. he's fading. Shut up! Right, uh, <laughs> where is he? He looks tired. <laughs> uh, <laughs> right, I've got to type in something I've watched. Um, I don't know, I don't have the live feed up. Hang on, shush. I'm trying to think what I was going to say now. Oh, right, I remembered now. Right. Oh, Back to yawn, says Lillian Robin. What on oh, earth is going on? <clears throat> Sorry, my, my notes that I wrote about what I've watched this week seem to have disappeared. What have I gone into a deleted Uh-oh. folder? Can you hear me? Yeah, yes. I can hear you. Oh, you said you lost your notes. I, I made a very detailed aha here it is. Right. This is what you I've watched them. this week because I took a leaf out of Kirby's book and made notes. Amongst other I things, I hand. watched a, a film called The Lost King, um, which is uh, basically a, a oh, sort of biopic. That? What? Who's in that? Some actors. 
Um, Who's the first? Oh, Titles for me. Sake. <laughs> right, I'll look it up. God's sake. I was going to say what, what I thought of it, second? but no, we have to go yeah, on. I, I didn't tangent. write anything down because I only watched one thing that wasn't Doctor Who. Well, if you let me speak, God's sake. Why is it whenever I've got to talk about something, I'm not allowed to? Let him finish. Right. Um, Master, go. What? It's your turn. <laughs> it's your turn. Hooray. Go right, ahead. Look, you just asked who's in it. Sally Hawkins, Steve Sally Hawkins. Coogan, Mark Addy, ah. Harry Lloyd, who plays the king. So, yeah, that's some of the it's actors. Harry, that Lo- the, Harry Lloyd that goes... <laughs> well, he doesn't in this, because he's, he's an actor, Kirby. He's playing a different character. Right. Anyway, so, it's basically uh, the true story of when they found uh, the bones of Richard the oh, yeah, Third in the car right, park yeah, in the nest. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And uh, the... What's the, it called? The Lost King. I've just bloody Lost said that. King. Jesus. Lost. Yeah, the Lost. L-O-S-T. Fine. King. The Lost King. It's in the cinema presently. I yeah. didn't know what it was, and now that you mentioned what it was, I'm yes. going to look up and see yeah. if I see it. Right. Well, let I me say what I thought of it then. Right. So uh, it's it's sort of it's made with a, it's the actual story and you get the, the the feelings that the lady who wanted to find Richard, um, her passion about it and stuff like that and the the obstacles she had in, as well. Um, Lobster. And also you get this sort of almost like um, imaginary friend Silari and the imaginary friend is Richard the Third, played by Harry Lloyd. Um, who essentially inspires her to go on this sort of quest to find him. Um, because obviously quest all the... Quest. Everybody goes by Shakespeare's version of Richard III, always tainted by it, and, and that's a version of Richard III which was created by Henry VII, who wanted to win over the British public by telling all sorts of nasty stories, nasty propaganda about Richard III, who actually was quite a good king and quite nice and stuff. Um, and you'll find this out in, by watching the film. It's actually it's a very good way of telling this, a story which is very basic about oh, archaeology yeah. and stuff like that. And I personally love archaeology, but... Uh, it's a very personable story and about a very inspiring woman. So I would highly recommend watching this film yeah. if you're interested in history and archaeology. If you like, Isabel, I am very either. interested in seeing it. But when I bring it up on Just Watch, it's not available on any streaming service here. Well, what, what would be it's in the it? cinema, you silly man. But it's, oh, uh, it's, in the, it's in the cinema. It's oh. produced. That, um, that old thing, Kirby. <laughs> it's produced by. In the um, yeah, cinemas are germ-ridden. God, right. Uh, it's produced by Steve Coogan, and he also plays a part in it as well. And, and Harry Lloyd's really good in it, too. Uh, it's very good, very good film. And that's the only film I've watched for a long time, actually, so it was nice to get and sit in the cinema and sit on my own and watch a good film. The other things I've watched, of course, are Flora's Lava, which is complete opposite type of thing to that. It's just a bit of... <laughs> bit of mon- uh, Bit of fun watching absolute knob ends fall in what isn't lava, but it's supposed to be. It's just a Some bit of fun. Some of them are such it is, idiots, aren't It they? is such an entertaining program, and I don't know why. Uh, the presenter is very, very irritating, but he's totally right for the show. Uh, a very good program. Right then, uh, My Grandparents' War, which is a, a documentary on um, Channel 4, um, where famous actors and uh, whatever um, talk about they find out they research through ancestry and stuff like that 
what their grandparents got up to in the war. It's absolutely heartwarming and, and inspiring and quite moving sometimes. Uh, the ones that stand out for me were Helen Bonham Carter and more recently, oh yeah, um, the one who uh, played uh, Claret, uh, who was in uh, the um, the Blink story, the actress, what's her name? She she'd had a the actress who played um, Sally. Yeah, I know Sparrow. who you're talking of. I can't remember her name. Uh, Sally Sparrow was yeah, the character. Yes, but... <laughs> the character. I can't remember the actress. Uh, Carrie Mulligan. Carrie Mulligan. That's it. And uh, more recently, Toby, um, who played um, he played the Dream Lord. Toby. 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 Uh, so, uh, but there's eight episodes. Toby Jones, is it? Toby Jones, that's it. Yeah. Um, there's eight episodes, and they're really, really good and heartwarming. They're beautiful stories, lots of pictures, and lots of sort of first-hand stories about some uh, how. Audrey Quirks. Yeah, it's just different people's different experiences in the war and how they got through the post-traumatic stress, how they carried on and um, became like obviously created the family that these people came from. It's brilliant, brilliant series. Mm. Um, the other one, of What's course, it called? is. It's called My Grandparents' War. Um, okay. Uh, I've also watched Married at First Sight UK. Not that good, but uh, we, we watch it anyway. Ninja Warrior UK occasionally. They've changed the format, but it's still quite entertaining. Sorry, Dead Fly. Strictly Come Dancing. The Masked Dancer. Uh, blankety Blank with uh, uh, Bradley Walsh. Very Sorry, entertaining Apple show. TV. A naked Attraction on the odd occasion. Very entertaining show because it's just a bit weird i am homicide on uh, discovery plus because I've, I've sort of gone through all the other things like homicide hunter and stuff like that. <laughs> very good program again murder on cctv still going i'll be intending to watch a program in a minute murder found me which is very similar to uh, i am homicide she hulk episodes five and six so we've got still got uh, i need to watch those to i need watch to finish it i think no, I've done, I've, i think we've done seven as well Five, six, and seven. The National Television Awards, the only award of which was was uh, well deserved, was uh, Anton Dubeck's, and uh, the lovely Repair Shop, which is an absolutely superb program. Uh, and of course, one I didn't mention down here was DNA Story, which is uh, a program on ITV where a couple of celebrities basically go and find out what their ancestry is. Very good program indeed. That's what I've been watching this week. Have you watched anything interesting, Robert? Uh, besides Andor, which was a very good episode last week. I haven't watched that either. <laughs> uh, it's a really good episode. It's halfway through the series now, so uh, looking forward to uh, quite heartbreaking uh, towards the end of that last episode. Board the World's been watching that. Uh, that's the one with um, Gabriel Byrne, you know, the um, French-English um, production. Oh, yeah. That's quite good. Yes. Um, the Amazing Race, the Australian Amazing version just finished. Um, oh. Before that, the Canadian version finished. And now I'm watching the American version, uh, Survivor, uh, the US version. It started back up. I always like watching that. The Watch House, which was something from the 80s, uh, like a little horror thing for the kids. Uh, uh, the Real Love Boat. Yes, um, very sad. Uh, and I watched the movie Halloween Ends, which yes. was quite good um, and sort of puts a cap on the whole series. Not my of sort Halloween. of thing, but I think Isabella would be quite looking forward to seeing that one. Oh, well, yeah. Oh, God, the doctor being a pain in the ass now. Not really. No, I don't think it's quite her movie. <laughs> no. Who? Yes, it is. She and loves horror. That's what she's, I've been watching. She's a horror fan. She, she, that's all she ever wants to watch is horror films. She never wants to watch Doctor Who anymore. No, she just loves horror films. She tried mm -hmm. to get into watch Smile, 
but uh, because she's not 18, I wouldn't let her in. <laughs> Aww. You've forgotten. You've gone, um... Yep, that, no, that's oh, it. All right. Okay, um, the other thing um, I forgot to mention is that Deb has started watching a series called House of the Dragon, uh, and uh, it oh. looks like she's going to... She likes it and she enjoys it. It looks like she's going to end up watching a Game of Thrones, so that'd be interesting. Oh. So she won't talk about it, but it's, I just thought it was quite interesting that she's she's got into that. Well, this is the moment everybody's been waiting for. Yeah, Kirby sure. is now going to dictate what he's been watching this week. Well, I, I was on call most of last week, so I did not watch a whole lot. Uh, the main thing, I watched a bunch of short YouTube stuff, like compared <laughs> Comparisons of Hocus Pocus versus Hocus Pocus 2 sort of oh, thing. Oh, goodness. Well, Same exorcist. Oh, did, that's right. I had not watched Hocus Pocus 2. By yeah, well, don't spoil week. it, please, because none of us have watched it. Well, yeah, I, 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 I finished Hocus Pocus 2. I enjoyed that. And the only other thing I, I watched was uh, I was just stumbling around Netflix, and it suggested that I watch Labyrinth, which I did not realize was... You haven't uh, seen that? I had seen Labyrinth before. Oh, yeah. I movie. did not realize that uh, it was on streaming again because the last time I wanted to see it, it wasn't on any streaming services. I didn't feel like going and finding the, the DVD. Buy it. <laughs> not when I can stream it. Well, I've got uh, the Blu-ray and the DVD, so... I've, I've got the DVD. I just didn't feel like finding it. <laughs> so, <laughs> it's slack. <laughs> But yeah, I I enjoyed that uh, greatly because it had been a long time, and I don't think I don't think I even finished it the last time I watched it. it, it oh wow! It, it, it's very good, uh, and it is, yeah. I enjoyed I enjoyed seeing Hoggle because I see Hoggle uh, every couple of years. Is that it? <laughs> no one's gonna ask me how I see Hoggle every. Couple uh, I don't years. really care, but I thought you finished. Sorry. <laughs> Hoggle was uh, uh, accidentally lost in luggage, and so he ended up in a uh, lost luggage store. And uh, when they, they realized what they had, they contacted uh, Henson Company, and they said, oh, you can keep him. And so he's on display in their lobby. Oh, cool. Splendid. Yeah, it's, it's, he's fascinating. Excellent. In good condition. Are we done? Uh, no, he was. He looked horrible when they got him because oh. he he had deteriorated. Oh, and, sounds uh, like something out of the repair the shop. Is a program I watch on BBC yeah. One. He had deteriorated in the suitcase, and there's there's a little documentary they sent it's him to. Uh, yeah, the this lost luggage uh, place is in Alabama. Mm. Uh, in fact, it's it's kind of close to where Con Casturbaris. You, you do is. realize we're still on air, don't you, Kirby? Yes. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> 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 uh, Lillian Robin says flux okay. was a yawn. Yeah, totally agree. And just, well, yeah. The, just the mere talking about it has uh, made Odie fall asleep. <laughs> oh, so have you done? Yes. Okay. Oh, yeah, I didn't watch much. No, that's fine. I do plan to. Uh, I think it's just trying to get into watching things that are 
involve actors. I just like watching stuff that like documentary stuff at the moment. Just having a, a, a slow. Still got to watch all that Star Trek stuff. The, the series three of Picard is starting soon. I've hardly watched series one, let alone series three. Anyway, uh, so next time we're we, we're going to skip a week because uh, I want to watch Doctor Who on a Sunday evening and digest it and stuff because um, that's going to be the end of Chibnall, the end of lovely. But it's not a disastrous thing for me because just a couple of weeks after the end of Lovely, Lovely Jodie, I get to meet her and find out exactly how lovely, lovely she is. Do you know what they're doing at a, a London Comic Con? Uh, yeah, I don't care. Shush, I'm talking to my listeners. Be quiet. Um, at a London Comic Con, they're doing a photo op uh, with Jodie Whittaker, David Tennant, Matt Smith and Colin Baker. Um, and bearing in mind... David Tennant's photo op is £105 and uh, Jodie's is 80 and Matt Smith is likely to be around about the £105 mark and I think Collins is about 30 something like that. That's a very expensive group shot, which I won't be partaking in. I've actually uh, bought the uh, the individual shot with um, Jodie. I don't need one with David, even though I'd love to have one. I don't need one with Matt, even though I'd love to have one. Uh, it's expensive, but I think Isabella's going to partake in one or two of those amongst all the other Stranger Things characters that she wants to have pictures with. But it's all very exciting. Both Comic-Cons coming up after ours. Very, very exciting. Can't wait. Anyway, so so until two weeks' time, hopefully, if things go right. Thanks and, for listening uh, watching. And Matt, Master, Master, Master. nearly got to the end of the program, didn't I, listeners? That, that, that is also, that's going to be the 30th, correct? Yes, and that's that'll be the last change. show before Fantasy Con. Ooh, I'm going to put the dog down. Not put yeah, him that, down as that, in kill him. I'm going to put him down on the floor. Sorry. Here we go, man. <laughs> he looks really the yeah, worried. We have a uh, time change. You guys time change and we don't. So it's going to make it challenging for those of us who don't time change. Ro- Robert, do you time change then? No, not, not in Western Australia. The rest, rest have already done so, but um, not us. But the good idea to check on the day, you just type in what's the time in Nile right now, and I'll tell you. I don't know why it's... Well, I know what time it is on the Isle of Wight now. Ow! Just not the microphone. That was your fault. on Monday. Can we finish the show, for goodness sake? (laughs) (laughs) I don't want to stretch it out. Where's the fight music? Right, Lydia says I'm not very loud on the feed either. Well, it should be the feed, the microphone here. I'm just going to rub it. That's where the sound's coming from. It's here. My hand goes over. That's where. So, but this is here. This I put the camera down so we can see it. It could be a bit dangerous moving the camera. There is the microphone that the podcast is recorded on, and there is the microphone that we've unfortunately for you lot. We've had Kirby and Robert dragging the show out on this, that one there. <laughs> and this that's is my one. Job. And that down that's there. Oh, where's he gone? There he is. He's over there somewhere. Oh, that's the, that's the dog. Is that where magic used to Oh, your attacked. bell is yellow. It's attacked by where magic... It's not yellow. It's just the lighting in it. Where magic used to oh, get okay. attacked by chairs. Oh, and over there is a mess. Sleeping on the doormat. this room up. And there's all my pictures of me with people from various... Uh, uh, genres including where's there he is there he is up there look it's um my goodness who's this how many have you got it's rory so anyway hey. and yeah so that's um 
Yes, it doesn't work very well on an audio presentation. But there you go. Where's Kirby? Um, can I go? God's sake. Oh, God, where's my zoom on? I've zoomed in too far. No, that's my nostril. Yeah, we Hang said on, goodbye yet. I want to go. I've been trying to say goodbye for about half an hour, but you keep on dragging it out. <laughs> no, it's about three minutes. It's half an hour. Goodbye. God. Goodbye, fancy pants. Scarecrow. Megabyte Doctor Who podcast is an APV Services production sponsored by whoone.co.uk, lavazi.co.uk. We are a proud member of the Doctor Who Podcast Alliance. Doctor Who is a trademark of the BBC. No copyright infringement intended.